Hey, Northbrook, another video as we continue to pray together. And we thought uh, as we pray together, it would be really helpful to actually talk about the spiritual gifts. Um, and even just saying that word, that probably evokes in you something from either baggage or lack of experience or, um, you know, who knows what. There's just going to be a variety of responses to uh, just talking and having a conversation about the spiritual gifts. So uh, me... Uh, Jason, Ginger, Carol, maybe Moses, if you can see him in the video. Um, but uh, we're we're gonna. Well, he's not gonna talk about spiritual gifts. Uh, but uh, we're just gonna have this conversation. And one of the things I want to say, obviously, this is gonna be a conversation uh, among friends, Northbrook members here. Uh, but also, you know, what would be more helpful for you than watching this video is talking to people about whatever. Uh, you think about when spiritual gifts come to mind, like, oh man, that's something I'm really excited and eager to pursue or something, man, I have a ton of questions and hesitation and reservations about, um, a conversation is going to be much more helpful than just watching a video. Um, and so maybe you want to reach out to one of us and have that conversation. Maybe you want to uh, reach out to someone in community group or just someone close to you, but I would encourage you to have a conversation about whatever the Lord, uh, kind of brings to mind in your heart as, as we have this conversation. Um, and then just a couple, just real quick, kind of base level guidelines as we think about spiritual gifts. So uh, probably one of the most clear places to go in the scriptures uh, regarding spiritual gifts is 1 Corinthians uh, 12, 13, and 14. And 1 Corinthians 14, 1 uh, says, quite simply, pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts. Um, and so Paul, just in that phrase, I think sums up everything we would want to say incredibly well. Uh, that and, and there's no tension, there's no struggle there uh, with him. He's saying that we should pray for, we should desire, we should seek out spiritual gifts uh, from God, uh, and then also that we should pursue love. And obviously that follows 1 Corinthians 13, where he says love is what's most important. So it's important to pursue the gifts, uh, but love does take priority over uh, the spiritual gifts, and, and that just is how the scriptures uh, talk about that. So that's how we would want to ground any of this conversation, um, and especially in the different, um, even the different places we can land, much less the different baggage and experience we have. Uh, we would want love to be kind of the the theme and the posture that we have this conversation in. So again, spiritual gifts, a uh, very easy thing to talk about. No one's going to get upset about anything. There's no controversy. I don't think anybody's ever disagreed about spiritual gifts before in the church. So kind of what I said there, just that word spiritual gifts, as you hear that, that evokes something in you, either from current, whatever, or past, what comes to mind as I say spiritual gifts? Yeah, so uh, spiritual gifts for me um, sounds different today than it did, you know, when I first um, came to Christ. Uh, the Lord saved me when I was 13 in a family of uh, unbelievers, and uh, he saved me into um, a, a fundamentalist Baptist church, and they were very firmly cessationist, which just means that they believe um, basically that uh, a certain subset of the gifts have have ceased um, for us today, except for in extremely extraordinary circumstances. Uh, and so those would be like the gifts like prophecy and healing and tongues and, and all the ones that just make people feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, you know, found myself kind of swimming in that water for a while um, and then going through high school. Uh, when I graduated high school and I went off to college, I joined a charismatic Presbyterian church and um, 
as um, which is a thing. Which is a thing. It's yeah. a thing. So yeah. Uh, yeah, charismatic Presbyterian shirts. So um, you know, I'm still one of those things, and it's not Presbyterian. And so um, what I, what I hear now uh, when I think of spiritual gifts is. I think it's just a much more holistic picture than I had before. Not really being scared of what the Lord has to offer, but instead um, like um, just earnestly praying for and desiring those ones that at one point were a little bit more scary for me. I mean, you, you know, I, I look at the main ways that the Lord has gifted me uh, in, in teaching and in leadership and uh, something that we call apostleship. I'm not an apostle, I promise. Um, and those are a little bit less, you know, scary to deal with. But as um, I've been like earnestly praying for and seeking the gifts, um, you know, the, whole, the Holy Spirit has given me prophetic words to to encourage others with, and you know, exhort others, and even call them out on some things um, to for the purpose of building the body. And that has been scary, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. a whole different water than I used to swim in. Yeah. So uh, a couple questions. One, you mentioned. Uh, as you've been seeking and earnestly desiring, what does that look like? Yeah, so... uh, I'm not saying it has to look perfectly or like you're doing that great right now, but when you have been doing that, what does that even mean to you? Well, I mean, at one point, once I became convinced that um, there was not, you know, some subset of the gifts that the Lord was, you know, holding back on for some Mm -hmm. extraordinary circumstances, but he was, he's giving to the church still today, like he always has been. um, I, I started honestly praying for tongues. Yeah. Um, and, and the Lord has never gifted me that, nor has he gifted me, um, you know, interpretation of tongues. But what he has done is he's given me, um, you know, some of those prophetic moments mm-hmm. instead. Uh, and then that, once I've kind of seen that happen and, you know, kind of fearfully stepped into it, but like in faith, um, I've just been prompted much more in prayer to say, hey, Lord, do you have something uh, in, in this for me today? Do you have somebody that I can speak to in this? I mean, I think about hams and hymns from, from Christmas when I was, um, you know, I, uh, I host kind of like a, you know, a, a potluck and worship thing every, uh, year for Christmas. And when I was preparing, the spirit was really just pushing on me. Like you have a word for somebody specifically that's going to be there tonight. And I voiced that in front of a crowd for the first time, you know, mm-hmm. teaching, you know, 40 plus people. And I was terrified. But at, at the end, I had somebody come up to me and say, hey, I think that mm-hmm. was for me. And that was just so encouraging. Yeah. So really, it just looks like it, it being courageous in, yeah. in, in the spirit because, mm-hmm. man, I, yeah. you just got to step out in faith. Yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. What, what else? Did y'all hear spiritual gifts that comes to mind? Yeah, I think for me, um, I grew up completely opposite of that. I grew up in a very char- charismatic church mm-hmm. that um, I would say would be what people are fearful of. Um, mm-hmm. But that was just the norm for me, going to church, people speaking in tongues, being slain in the spirit, healings, prophecy, all of it. So and, as young as you can remember I mean, I started going there when I was about 10. Yeah. And before mm-hmm. then, we were part of Assemblies of God Church that yeah. was very charismatic as yeah. well. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just swimming in those waters from the beginning. And so, mm-hmm. to me, it was normal. And this was just like what we do mm-hmm. as a church, as believers. This yeah. is what Sunday mornings look like. This is what Wednesday nights look like. Like, that was a very big focus of mm-hmm. the church. And so, 
Um, once I started getting older and just reading the Bible for myself um, and trying to figure out what this looked like in um, the Bible, I was very confused growing up because I didn't see what I was seeing in front of me in the Bible. Mm. And for me, that was hard, but I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. I didn't, I no. just kind of went with it. I was like, well, maybe this is just it. And so I went to an Assemblies of God school where the gifts of the Spirit were still used frequently, but kind of restrained. And so I just continued with that. Like yeah. there was a little more boundaries, I would say, at my college. Yeah. But it was still like, no, the gifts of the Spirit are being used. People are being slain in the Spirit. People are speaking in tongues, but now there's interpretation. And so it was like, okay, what's, sure. what's this? Um, but then just growing up and getting older and continuing to seek the Bible and just really struggling with what that looked like because it was such a focus of my upbringing. It really like dominated a lot of what I thought church yeah. was yeah. and how the Holy Spirit moved. And I didn't know he would move in any other way. Like, yeah. I didn't know he could move in quiet spaces or he could move through other people. I thought it was very one person yeah. experiencing one thing and then everyone on the outside experiencing another. And dramatic, I'm and guessing. Very dramatic. Yeah. I could tell you so many stories sure. of like <laughs> now being an adult being like, that was weird. Mm. Like that yeah. was not biblical. Yeah. Um, and so just then, you know, Jess and I got married and we just started having these conversations and we started figuring out like, what do we believe? How mm. are we going to raise our children? Like, what is this? Um, and then to be quite honest, I was at a church where I was titled as a worship pastor. And mm. I started really thinking about that and reading more and was like, I don't know if that's the title I should hold. Yeah. And so it started this whole conversation of like, well, I don't know if the Holy Spirit moves like that. I don't, I don't, I don't see this and I don't like it. It's not comfortable. Now I feel like the Spirit's prompting us to leave. Mm -hmm. And so we just started seeking out other churches and the first church we went to it is, was the village and it just had it was like going from one thing to <laughs> yeah. walking into a church where like people barely moved and I was like what is this <laughs> like this is surely not how it's supposed to be either and that yeah. just started a journey yeah. with the spirit yeah. with the Lord yeah. of me asking and seeking and really figuring out what yeah. the Bible says and doing that in community has been so healthy yeah. Um, for me and for Jesse. Um, yeah. So I'm curious. So when you, I mean, there's so much there, obviously. Mm -hmm. we, uh, so much. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I think it is. Even you mentioned the other extreme, and it is especially experience, experientially the other extreme. Yeah. But theologically, mm -hmm. you landed at a church at the village at the time that desired, you know, yeah. and believed the gifts mm -hmm. were still active. Yeah. And mm -hmm. kind of wanted to like, okay. Like where you read the scripture and you're like, okay, I don't see this. You know, obviously the elders there, people are like reading yeah. the scripture. Okay, these these are present and, and and actually seeing like, okay, this doesn't seem to be as present in our church. We want to grow in this. Mm -hmm. we, what, what was that that tension like? So you're mm -hmm. kind of coming confused because yeah. you're coming from all this. And then you're coming like, okay, this seems extreme, but they're trying, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like I, think, that yeah. I think the tension for me was like, why are we not seeking this more? Sure. Yeah. I would sit in a service and I, you know, and I just being an intern, I'd get to hear some of the conversations of the staff and yeah. elders and stuff like that, that maybe not everybody got to hear. Mm. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking, why, why are we not, this is what I grew like, this was my everything growing yeah. up. Yeah. Why are we not seeking this more? I don't think it should be this, but I know there's some kind of healthy sure. balance. 
Um, and I could feel it. I yeah. felt like the spirit, I mean, I would say that that was a gifting that I could feel like the, the Lord had more for mm-hmm. us. Um, but I didn't know what that looked like coming from me. Yeah. Um, and so I just sat, I felt like that season in my life was for me to sit back mm-hmm. and to learn. And uh, the spirit was talking to me a lot in that season. And I was growing and learning so much, yeah. which was just the Lord's kindness. Um, and so I just felt like that wasn't a season for me to push and be like, no, 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 no. We needed, you know, this, the, you know, yeah. it was just a season for me to sit back and learn and really dig in the scripture and find out what I believed and what I, I felt like the Lord had for us as a church. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And he used me in different ways and um, through worship and just through friends and stuff like that. And so I just, I was like, Lord, just use me how you have me. And yeah. this is just such a sweet conversation to have, to see what the Lord might mm-hmm. have for us individually, but also just yeah. as a church body. Mm-hmm. And so I just love y'all sharing and, um, and it does, I think it's a step of faith for us to sit here and have this conversation yeah, sure. and yeah. trust the Lord. Like, yeah. what, what do you mm. want to start at Northbrook through yeah. these conversations? Right. And what are you doing to show? Because I do think I get excited when I hear the gifts of the Spirit yeah. now yeah. because uh, I just know it's a way He shows us. He's with us. Yeah. He yeah. sees us. He hears us. Yeah. He wants to minister mm-hmm. to us in such powerful, personal, sweet ways uh, through Himself, but also through each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it makes me cry just thinking about it because it's yeah. precious and it's a gift that we get from him. Yeah. So it used to be that I thought, oh, I've got to figure out what gifts I have. Oh, which <laughs> gift would I want? You know, yeah. it's on me to figure yeah. this yeah. out. And that is not how it works. <laughs> and yeah. that's discouraging and frustrating. You know, yeah. it's all in our own strength. And yeah. so yeah. what I've learned is it is such a dependency on the spirit. Yeah. And that's where he works is when we are... Mm weak and he is strong and mm-hmm. he gifts us in ways that we're like, that's not me. That's the Lord. And other people can say, man, I saw mm-hmm. the Lord in you. Or, man, that's from the Lord from yeah. you to me. You know, like, and he gets the glory because yeah. it's not about us. It's yeah. about him. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's what I love. It makes me excited for our church. Yeah. Like, as, because as we talk about prayer and asking the Lord, asking the Spirit, like, what, what do you have for me? Like, what might he do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a helpful uh, transition to, I was thinking about just the question of, well, a neglected aspect of the gifts um, is receiving the gifts from others. Mm-hmm. So even this conversation, when we think about spiritual gifts, we think about how has God gifted me and how can I use that gift, which obviously is an aspect. Uh, but one of the things we don't think about so much is, oh, God has gifted the people around me yeah. Yeah. with spiritual gifts. He's gifted people at Northbrook that I'm in covenant with. That mm-hmm. he's gifted. And what does it look like for me to receive gifts from mm-hmm. them? What gifts do I need? Uh, what gifts should I, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so obviously I'm not sure y'all thought about this. So maybe you could speak to that in general, but also have you, can you think of a time you've received gifts from mm-hmm. the body that have been uh, really helpful to you? I'll, I'll start. One of the things that I realize I, uh, like I, I tend to just be a doer and, and kind of just try to get things done. And then when someone speaks a genuine word of encouragement to me, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't walk around typically in need of encouragement. I am, but I don't realize it. <laughs> and then they speak it. I'm like, you know, and then like mm-hmm. you said, it can like bring tears. or can be like, yeah. I didn't realize how much I actually did need that encouragement. Right. And, like, and then there's just people that have, you know, that kind of gifting and that kind of, and it's not, it's mm-hmm. not flattery. It's not, mm-hmm. um, 
It's not empty, it's genuine. So Ginger had Fitz disease, which if you don't know. We were at the Paradox when that happened? Yeah. Yeah. So this was, you know, four or five years ago, and it debilitated her. Like, she was literally crawling around at her house mm -hmm. and, like, couldn't walk and, um, and all those kinds of things. And it was actually people from the village, I think, at that point, that mm -hmm. came and, like, cleaned our house and, like, cleaned our bathroom. So, like, people coming into our house and cleaning <laughs> our toilets. Uh, and it's just a gift of wow. service. Like, a, yeah. I mean, that's not... Yeah. So that's the spirit working mm -hmm. in and through the body. Yeah. I think I can just kind of tag on to that. Yeah. That's been such a beautiful thing for me because growing up, it was so, um, it was like the flashy gifts of the spirit yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. That That's the only thing I experienced. That mm -hmm. We didn't talk about anything else. Didn't talk about cleaning toilets. No, not <laughs> yeah. at all. That was not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> not unless it was covered yeah. with gold shimmer, you know? Um, <laughs> we could talk about that another day. <laughs> I, I like to think I'm such a independent person. Sure. Uh, and, I, and I think receiving the gifts pushes so hard against that, that arrogance. Yeah. Um, and, it is humbling to receive. Mm -hmm. And, and w when the Spirit um, drives somebody to step out and like serve me, mm -hmm. it, it, it kind of puts me in this, uh, in, in this place of like, I don't need you to serve me. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm not worthy enough for you to serve me. Yeah. And so like sitting in like both of those things, um, I, I think that, that the spirit has just really used the people of Northbrook um, to just be like encouraging people. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that spiritual gift of encouragement, just like penetrating my, you know, that part of my heart where I'm just, I'm hardened. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think of, um, well, I'm just gonna, you know, say names, why not? <laughs> I, you know, I think I think of Jeremy and Maddie Figali. You know, I think of mm -hmm. Alexa who's behind the camera and, and Mac Thompson. And, and, and I think about so many other people at Northbrook who, who uh, you know, they didn't know it, but that was a time in which I needed encouragement more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And on, on, the, on, on another side of things, I. I just always come back to this um, example, and I won't say his name because he's not at Northbrook, and I haven't got his permission. Um, but there's a pastor that um, I used to have at the Village Fort Worth, and um, I was just I was beaten down. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was a hard week. I have for my entire life gotten the double ear infections like every other year mm -hmm. of my life. It just happens uh, all the time, and um, I walked in just like. I was driven by a friend because I was on medication that I couldn't drive on because I was trying to fight through this double ear infection. And like, I was in like an, an encounter night. I think that's what we called it at the time. Um, and the pastor just walked up to me, had no idea what was going on. And he just like, he prayed over my ears. He had mm -hmm. no idea what was going on. And the Lord like healed me in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so, um, man, it's just, it's just the spirit is going to, to, to push us and push yeah. others mm -hmm. to really um, be like Christ mm -hmm. in those yeah. moments. Yeah. So. The other thing, uh, the uh, just thinking about, you know, again, you mentioned gifts that make people feel uncomfortable. I remember when I first became an elder at City View, uh, one of the things that a couple of people prayed, prophesied over me is that I well, was and would be like a pastor to pastors. Mm -hmm. um, and that as something that the Lord has just continued to do in a way that he's continued to use me in just like a prophetic, mm -hmm. you know, word that was spoken over me. So um, 
again, so mention that because, again, as a church, we want to be people uh, that are looking to receive from one another. But now let's talk about that other aspect of it. Okay, we, the Lord has gifted his body. He's gifted us. Um, and not everybody has to have something here. Right? You don't have to respond to every question. But as you think about what it looks like to steward and walk in uh, and be confident in the gifts God's given you, I guess, how would you speak to either side of that? Like, oh, here's a gift God's given me, and I've not walked very confidently in it, or I've been hesitant, or whatever, or I have stewarded it well at different times. How would you uh, speak to some of that? Gosh, I would just encourage people to ask the Lord to give them, like you were saying earlier, just the courage and the faith to walk in um, the gifts that he's given you. Just, you know, think of like, a baby, maybe you start with little baby steps, and you know, as you get struck, you know, you grow and you yeah. understand what the spirit is doing. It's, it, it, you have to fumble a little bit mm-hmm. as you're as you're doing it, but he's with you, he helps you, he enables you, and it's all from him. So, just the humble prayer of teach me, mm-hmm. teach me, yeah. I, I feel this, I need you to help me, guide me in it, grow yeah. me in it. Um, just asking. And what's cool is I think along the way he sends people to encourage you. Yeah. Well, to put you on the spot a little bit, just what, how do you feel like, what's that look like for you? Like to, in the ways the Lord has gifted you to just walk in those. So one reason I'm sitting here is just to step out with faith and and share, you know, just uh, a gifting the Lord's given me that I don't talk about a lot, but that I feel like if it brings uh, just freedom to someone to talk about it with someone else or to uh, seek the Lord in this gifting and you know I want to encourage them to do it but um, I've experienced speaking in tongues um, for several years and um, it's you know just been a personal private um, experience for me Um, but what's interesting is is someone just recently encouraged me to share that you know with others and so um, or, or you know talk about being in the spirit in that way and so here I am I'm stepping out in faith doing that. Um, but also um, you know just encouraging people that you know trusting the Lord and seeking the spirit brings intimacy that is priceless and so if you've never thought of it or you've never asked, I encourage you to. Like it's just, it's sweet to experience um, our Lord in these different ways. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, maybe y- y'all can speak to some of this, but I feel like tongues is one of, it, it's probably the one that makes people most uncomfortable, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I think there are obviously the scripture talks about tongues in different ways um, and some very clear ways. Um, but one of the things I think it's important is even to just like, what are, why are we uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, what's going on in our heart? Like, it's a lot of times we get uncomfortable with something spiritually in any way, and then we just kind of run from it um, or just like, I don't want to mess with it. Sure. And so, I think even as you, you know, hear speaking in tongues, as you read about it in the scriptures, so 
Yeah, anyways, I just encourage you, even as you hear that, as you think about that, just consider and even pray about, okay, what is going on in my heart that makes me uncomfortable uh, mm-hmm. in that way? So, so when I was in, uh, you know, that, that first church um, that did not believe in the uh, continuation of yeah. this subset of gifts, um, one thing that they did nail down right was that um, one type of tongues is the human okay. language part, is like the Lord does gift people in times of evangelism or, or you know, preaching, things yeah. like that, languages that they don't speak yeah. um, for the purpose of proclaiming the gospel. Yep. And they were super, super ready to affirm that, yeah. right? So at least half the tongues, right? If yeah. we're just talking about categories. But yeah. um, the other part is the scary part, the, yeah. the heavenly tongues. Yeah. Um, and, and I think um, it's, it has a lot to do with both abuses of it mm-hmm. um, and also um, just just a me attitude around a lot of the spiritual gifts. Um, I think... What does that mean? The yeah. me attitude? Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I mean, there's there's a tendency with some... Well, actually, at any gift that's given uh, by the Lord to um, make it not about others and about building up the body, but about me, oh, the okay. person who yeah, has yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Um, kind of a selfish view. Of right, very, yeah. very selfish. Yeah. And um, a lot of times we've seen abuses of, of that gift of heavenly tongues where it really is about the person yeah. who, is, who is being given that gift. And we need to give them the space to do that because something miraculous is happening. Sure. And it's not about, okay, how is Christ being made much of in yeah. this moment? How is the Spirit yeah. leading us to yeah. Jesus? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Were you going to say something? No, I think I could just say growing up, that's what I, it was an abuse of that. And it was mm-hmm. never about how is Christ, how is the spirit moving right now? What mm-hmm. is he doing? It was always about, well, this person's going to have the gift of speaking tongues and you're going to do it now or God's not in you and the spirit is not moving. And then most of the time people go home feeling like, what did I do wrong? Like why... I think growing yeah. up, if and until I did speak in tongues, it was, man, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. The Lord is not pleased with me. Mm-hmm. Why is he not giving me this gifting? Because it was such a harsh and such a push yeah. thing in, mm-hmm. in the church that I grew yeah. up in, that if you did it, there was something wrong with yeah. you. Well, and there, that is a theology that churches have. That mm-hmm. It is like, I've, I've been at a church that, and I've read their little explanation, and it's like, they're... The picture, I'm curious if you've ever heard this. It was like, if you, you know, haven't spoken in tongues, you're like in the stadium watching the game. Mm-hmm. But speaking in tongues is like being yeah, on the field. You're part of the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so that is a, it's not a theology that we hold, but that is a theology that certain sure. uh, churches uh, definitely have. Um, okay. So I, I'm curious to ch- switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, just talking again, but still like walking out in the giftings. Uh, one of the things, you know, I think that uh, how would y'all, how have y'all experienced this in Ephesians 4, uh, starting in verse 4, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Um, and I think one of the things that captures is Obviously, we know God gives a variety of gifts, uh, diversity of gifts to people, so we'll need one another. But he also gives them in different degree. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, preaching is a great example. You know, we come 
Um, many people come from a church with a very, you know, prominent preacher. We can see, you know, we love listening to and reading different. So, like, that's a very known, like, okay, there's different degrees of gifting mm. that God hands out. And I feel like that principle is one we don't like sometimes, or it's one mm. that we can really struggle with. Yeah. Have you all ever struggled with that? I, I guess I'm thinking more personal. So don't just like exhort someone about how they can work through that struggle. But have you ever like, oh, there's different degrees. People are gifted more than mm. others. I'm gifted more than others. You know, how's that? Mm. Ever thought about that? Wrestled with that? Yeah. I think I can kind of speak into yeah. that. Just with growing up, I've been leading worship since I was little. Mm -hmm. And just I've always done that. And um, until... I got into a healthy state of mind and the Lord really just knocked down some pride in my heart. I did deal with, well, why is God not using me the way he's using that mm, person? Yeah, yeah. Or why, why am I not being used that way? Why does yeah. my gifting not look like that? Yeah. Um, because it is such a scene thing. Yeah. Um, I struggled with that for a long time until the Lord just, well, the spirit just wrecked me and really showed me that it was not about me at all yeah um and that it's his gifting through me yeah. um and it's to glorify him and whatever that looks like if yeah. for that person it may look like in a stadium and recording cds and doing the whole tour thing that yeah. i always wanted to do yeah. growing up but for me it looks like serving the local church faithfully and yeah. um singing to my kids and you know all these different things that yeah. the lord has gifted me differently um and so i think that could be said a lot for something that's maybe seen a little bit more um it's so easy for yeah. you to be like well why not me uh, yeah so yeah that's good well, i just think that's, that's good, you know spirit of comparison yeah or also just the flesh really yeah just, for sure that's i think when we have those feelings they are going to come with human yeah. mm -hmm. when we have them to be quick to recognize it as yeah. that we want to celebrate what god has given mm -hmm. others and be thankful for what he's given us and, and that is just a wrestle yeah. of course but be quick to recognize oh my flesh is rising yeah. up yeah. for sure and to ask for yeah. the humility I'm, to i uh i thought it would be good one obviously 40 days of praying together uh, one of the reasons we're talking about this now is so that we could be encouraged as a church to pray for this, uh, that we would, again, if you go back to, uh, just read first Corinthians 14, um, first Corinthians 12, uh, first Corinthians 12, 31, but earnestly desire the higher gifts. And then again, he goes on and I'll show you a still more excellent way and talks about love. And then just to read it again, uh, first Corinthians uh, 14, pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, mm -hmm. especially that you may prophesy. Mm -hmm. uh, for one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God, for no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the spirit. On the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. Um, and so again, just a, Paul is clear about desiring and seeking. So this would be a good thing for us. Uh, to pray mm -hmm. for, uh, even to acknowledge, one. I guess I haven't shared this, uh, you know, one of the things I feel, one of the ways the Lord has gifted me and one of the ways I've operated in a gift of prophecy, uh, there is a, a way that the scriptures talk about prophecy that is meaning preaching and proclamation, and then there's a way that the scripture talks about prophecy in the sense of basically knowing something you should know and using that for the encouragement of the body. And there have been times where I have been talking to someone 
And the Lord has just given me clarity about something I should not know. But I have clarity before the person that maybe should know has clarity on it. Yeah. And uh, the Lord's oh. allowed me to use that uh, for the encouragement and upbuilding mm-hmm. of his church. And and there's times I can actually, I don't know if you've ever experienced this or anybody else, but like I can feel the spirit doing that mm-hmm. in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just feels more, and I, it's fallible. It's not, you know, the scriptures are the only thing that are infallible. So I don't mean it in that way, but it's just a way that the spirit works in me mm-hmm. uh, at times. And it's, it's not every time. Because that's the other thing I think we can do. I'm sorry, we are going to wrap this up, but I just keep having more thoughts. But one of the things I feel like we can do sometimes uh, with the spiritual gifts is like, oh, I have a spiritual gift of wisdom, or I have the spiritual gift of prophecy, so I'm kind of always right about everything. Or here's this wisdom that you need to have. And obviously that's an arrogant uh, approach of walking in uh, the spiritual gifts um, as opposed to, uh, yeah, trusting the, the, the... Gift giver. Well, anytime or, sorry, you experience yeah. something like that, your response, our response should be, "Oh, the Lord, that was a gift the Lord gave me yeah. to share with that person. Yeah. Like that was not of me, and so He gets the honor, the praise, right. the glory for it, and the other person gets to praise Him for it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's a mutual, like, edifying Him yeah. and honoring Him, and not that it's something of us. Yep. So, and it's freeing because it, it yeah. helps you be more confident in it. Because it's his work, not uh, yours, although he's using you in it and more open-handed with it, you know, and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so, again, as a church, what does it look like for you uh, to seek, uh, to pray with someone, to, to tell someone, man, I want God, I would love for God to give me this gift and to tell someone that and ask them to pray for you, that God would give you that, to pour out that gifting or for God to grow you in a gifting uh, that, that you have, or to pray for others. And, and I think that's just, again, the scriptures encourage us. I, I do want to say, again, I want to prioritize it. Like this is a part of the church, a part of how God has gifted us, a part of how he, he works. Uh, it's not the only thing. It's right. not. So there is a, you know, we want to be as loud where the Bible is loud and as quiet where it is quiet. And so we want to be, we want to emphasize what the Bible emphasizes. And I think that's what we're doing in this video to never talk about this would be overlooking what the Bible says. Yeah. To only talk about this would to be overemphasizing what the Bible doesn't overemphasize. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to to seek uh, God in this way uh, together uh, would be would be a great a great outcome of this video. Matthew seven, which came to mind when you were okay. Yeah. Um, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds, or to the one who knocks, and to the one who knocks, uh, it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks for him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Yeah. Our Father wants to give us these gifts. So, well, let me pray for us yeah. in this way. Uh, Father, we seek you now, and. We ask you to use us to, to pour out your spirit, to um, fill us with your spirit all the more. Uh, we know as uh, those that are united to Christ, we have the spirit, and yet you tell us to ask for the spirit and to continue to seek the spirit. And so we do we do that. And would you fill Northbrook with a work of your spirit that is uh, about you, mm-hmm. that isn't about the gifts, 
that isn't about uh, the, us, but is about you using your church to build up one another, uh, that your glory would be known in our hearts and our lives, that we would be encouraged, that our affections would be stirred for our Lord Jesus, who's, who's the perfect gift uh, down the that's come from above that we get to know and love and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you pour out the gifts in such a way that, that it shows off the glory of who Jesus is yes. to, again, each other, uh, but to a world who, who desperately needs to to know and to see and, and to taste and see that, that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're, we're needy, we're weak, uh, and, and you are strong. And so we proclaim that, we embrace that, Uh, And we ask that you help us, uh, even in these giftings, embrace that weakness and embrace your strength. Uh, For Christ's glory, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.